Hey friends and welcome back to another episode of Chronic But Iconic with me, your host Sophie Ward. You may know me as Sophie Wardy on Instagram where I obviously share my journey with Lyme disease on there and I sort of post about lifestyle in general as well as travel of course. I also run my own blog, So Fantastic, which obviously again I blog about my own experiences offering advice and travel deals for you all too. But obviously here on the podcast I do like to delve into issues that affect us all I feel. Um, not just people with you know chronic illnesses but just generally just you know friendship, lifestyle, travel hacks that we could all do with some travel hacks here and there and health and wellness and just a bit of everything that I think people can relate to on so many levels so I hope you enjoy and yeah let's delve in Hey friends and welcome back to Chronic But Iconic. It's great to have you back today. I'm so, so excited because today we are going to talk about socialising and this is something that is very difficult for a lot of us. We're very restricted on what we can and we can't do. So I thought it was something that would be really, really helpful um, to really, really delve into and really, really talk about in depth today. So I think um, it's very, very important to kind of get down the hacks and the secrets when it comes to socialising because if you're very much like me, I thought that socialising was something that needed to be five hours long, it needed to require like long nights, um, multiple sort of events into one, having to push yourself through um, events to the very very end turning up first and all of that and I think um, only recently I have to admit is I've been able to kind of understand that actually kind of be more flexible with myself and be more upfront with whoever I'm socializing with is actually the way to go and it's it's not something that we should feel guilty about but it actually enables us to do more because we don't push ourselves to the point where we end up you know causing flare-up in symptoms or we knock ourselves back for a week so you know we have to live and we learn so this isn't an overnight thing like we often have to go through the pain and have to push through events and um, feel like we can't socialise anymore to actually step back and start putting a plan in place that, to help us. Um, so I'm hoping to do that for us today. So a few kind of hacks and secrets that I use now that has helped me big time is having a time scale. So um, as I was saying before, I used to think that events were something that went on for five, six hours and I had to be the first there and I had to be the last to leave to have benefited from that event. You know, we don't get out very often. Like I say, socialising is very difficult. So when we got invited to an event, we kind of feel like we have to go and do the whole thing. We have to go for that whole period of time and we don't 
<laughs> the bottom line is we really don't and it's not worth pushing ourselves to the point where we don't enjoy it anymore because we don't want to socialize then and that cages us in like in, in in more ways than one and we start to isolate ourselves and start to say no and people then stop asking us because they think that we're just going to say no all the time so I think it's very important to have a time scale think about um your symptoms think about what works for you so if you've been say I don't know at an open mic night let's say and you've gone for food before so you've gone out at like six o'clock but the open mic night carries on till 11 o'clock at night because the acts don't actually come on till half eight so you've been there for five hours and you know you've had a long day you've been working you're just tired it's a weekday and you're thinking oh like I don't really want to do that again because I've got to get up early in the morning and I ended up being overtired I didn't sleep well because um, of the music and it was kind of it ringing my ears all night and you kind of put in place kind of why you shouldn't go because of this that and the other so for me um I kind of sit there and I think right me like I loved the open mic night it was great I loved the music but it went on way too late. But I enjoyed the food. I enjoyed the company. So maybe I just go for the food. I meet them at six o'clock. And before the acts come on at half eight. So then I'm not walking out. Um, and looking like I'm rude. I will leave at like quarter past eight. But I've, I've been. I've seen my friends. I've managed to socialise. I've got out the house for two hours. And that's fine. And you feel like you've. You, you come out on a high because you feel like you've had a great night, you've not got to bed too late, you've not kind of caused symptoms to flare up that go on to the next day and that knock you back the next day. But your friends feel like they've seen you, they've, they're just pleased that you've been out um, and that you've managed to make memories with them and you've been present in that moment as well. So I think that is something to very, like, obviously consider very strongly. Um, and that's really, really helped me, if I'm honest. It's really, really helped me. But also, another sort of, not really hack, but I think it's important to go out with people that understand your situation. So, friends and family that have been there through thick and thin that understand. So, even if you've said that you're going to go for two hours, but maybe an hour in, you're starting to flag or you've suddenly got shooting pains up your leg that's causing you real you know real pain that you can't sort of sit there and deal with and you may have to leave they fully understand and maybe they may offer to take you home early or ring for a lift to come and pick you up but they get it they understand so they're not going to hold um any judgments against you they're not going to make you feel guilty about having to leave early or anything like that because they understand So I think um, going out with people that get it is very, very important. I think also being honest. People respect it when you're honest. I am very guilty of lying or not really lying, but saying that I can hack things when I know damn well I can't. And thinking that, I'm going to cause aggro and I'm going to upset people if I say I need to leave early or 
actually, you know, I can't actually make that time. It doesn't work for me. Can I come later? And I just end up kind of... Well, I don't know. I'm a lot better now, but I used to, like, kind of work my day around those plans and then get myself all worked up because it, it may have, like, knocked things back for my routine or you know taking my medications or anything like that it's it's knocked me off and that's affected not just my mood but my physical health as well and friends aren't going to understand when you suddenly say that oh this migraine's got worse I need to go home because they think well you've been fine all this time you never said that you were unwell so why didn't you say we could have rescheduled we could have done another day and they get upset because you've kind of ruined their night because you've had to come away early and they've had to come away early and maybe they've traveled far to see you so I think being real and honest is fine and people are a lot more flexible when you're honest with them and don't feel guilty about being honest either because you've you've got to think that if you're not being honest you're causing more guilt to be placed on you so please be open and honest it's it's a big big thing um be realistic don't be stupid either again I'm guilty of this um I'm well aware of my health I'm well aware of the state of my body but I still feel like I'm superwoman and invincible 90% of the time so yes um I'm very much um an offender, let's say, of thinking that I can do a full day, maybe, you know, walking around, being active, whether it's shopping, whether it's at a show, just, you know, walking around and being active, basically, and then go into doing a full night socialising for six hours. I can't. Um, I'm still learning this and I've learned the hard way and I've paid the price for pushing my body so much. But we have to be realistic and it's okay to um, speak up and it's important to speak up again because people then understand if you are able to give them that time to understand. It's key because we can't expect people to understand if we're not willing to allow them to understand. So don't allow yourself to carry the guilt either maybe five years ago we could have done six hours walking around shopping and then gone out for a meal then gone to the cinema then done crazy golf and been absolutely fine now maybe we can only tolerate crazy golf or the meal out but again if your friends and family are aware of that they can then be more flexible they can maybe say right okay we'll do crazy golf today, but maybe we'll do a cinema night midweek because I've got meerkat movies or, you know, anything like that. And it's surprising because people are so much more kind of just, just more understanding and you don't get that judgment placed on you because I think even when people kind of, they're not kind of, pushing guilt on us but when they say why didn't you let me know I've already prepaid the tickets for the cinema or I've already booked 
crazy golf like I can't cancel it and they get kind of moody with you and that you kind of go away and you carry that with you and that eats away at you so don't allow this to happen and by sort of helping them understand by being truthful with them they understand the situation and and nothing can come back on you because you've been upfront about things and you've been realistic and don't think you're superwoman don't think you're superman be be realistic and understand your health and limitations and I think we should also make sure that we celebrate each win so whether it's just going out like I said just for a coffee for 15-20 minutes or whether it's going to the cinema one night or whether it's going out for a meal for two hours with family celebrate that win take pictures document that time have a journal have a diary that just reminds you of all of this when you're getting down um some days I have days where I'm like I can't go out today I can't do this I've you know got too much going on um symptom wise and then I think okay I may have to cancel this event or this sort of outing but actually on Saturday I had a really really nice meal with a best friend and we got a picture and I haven't seen her for months and I had an amazing time and the following weekend I'm going out for brunch with a family member so yes I've had to cancel kind of this cinema trip but we're going to reschedule for next month and it's you know I'm going to have fun and it's going to be more enjoyable because I've not like packed my days too much um, and gone over overboard with it so I think that's key and again sort of going back to like managing time pre-booking and being organized is very key having a diary where you can schedule time for rest time for socializing is very very important and it helps us not have to um cancel because we haven't overbooked or pushed ourselves too much to the limit so please please be um organized and realistic with that take a friend um if you're going somewhere that maybe is new to you take a friend that understands take a friend that can obviously come away at any time um and is is flexible and understands your health fully and hundred percent, so that they aren't going to say, "Oh, but I want you to stay. Can you not just stay two minutes longer?" And well, if we just go like in half an hour's time, you need someone or a friend or a family member that can see that you're flagging, can see that you're struggling, and say, "You know, Soph, um, I think it's time to go now," and and can get you out of that situation. Also, I think a, a great way of of kind of if especially if you're socializing in a big group is have um a get out word or um something that people can decode that know like allows them to know that you you're ready to leave and you can kind of make your excuses and say your goodbyes uh, in a respectful and polite manner rather than like kind of kicking off or kind of not being present in the moment or like I I get mad at myself when I, I'm out and about and I've been socialising, I've been like all Sophie and bubbly and the person that I want to be and then my symptoms have just kind of spread like wildfire in within me and I just shut down and I close off and I get mad because I become a Sophie that I don't want to be, I become zombified, I'm just not present in the moment, I'm shut off and I hate reaching that point so 
like I'm lucky that my mum can just realise when I'm I'm reaching that point. But for many people, having a message, um, uh, a message, a word that they can kind of message to someone or can say out loud that can like trigger a friend to kind of think right. Um, we need to start saying our byes now because Sophie's going to crash in about 15 minutes. Um, and this can be really simple. So it can be texting an emoji, whether it's like a heart symbol or a, a funny face. Or, you know, you can do like a hand sing- signal, like a thumbs up or an okay. Or, you know, just like wave your hand or something to your friend. Um, and they know that that is your time to leave. And it's... It, it's good because you then finish on a high as well. Um, I always used to battle and like push myself so much that it got to the point where um, the experience and the memory was no longer a great memory. It was filled with pain. It was filled with feeling uncomfortable. And that's not what you want. You want something that remind you of happy times and whenever you see a picture you get you know brought back to life and you think no I want to do more of this I want to get more out of the house I want to do more with my friends and you build up your confidence as well it's a it's a massive confidence booster when you've you'll kind of feel more at peace with yourself to be able to say right guys I've had an amazing meal I've, I've loved every second but I need to go now um, and they and they love it too because you've been present in that moment. You've brought yourself, you've brought the Sophie that they love and adore, and you've not brought the zombie that may have just sat there and not really said much, um, being distant, not being present in the moment. And they don't want that, you know. They they want the fun, fun person that you are, and you are that person. And I know that chronic illness can sometimes feel like they've taken that person away from you but your friends and your family love you no matter what and they know deep down that you're still there and they just love and adore when you can bring that person so whether it's for 15 minutes whether it's for two hours that's amazing and that means the world to them they just want you present in that moment they want you there for big memories they want you there for big celebrations and please capture those moments as well. Snapshot them so that you can keep them and remind yourself of these when maybe you're, you know, being invited out and you're thinking, I'm going through a flare-up, I don't know whether to agree to it or not. Just think about kind of those birthday celebrations that maybe you've recently had or those brunch dates that you've had last weekend. And it really gives you that encouragement and inspiration to kind of, contact that friend and say look I'm having a flare-up right now I'd love to meet up more than anything let's put something in the diary but please be aware I may have to cancel and then they aren't putting all of their eggs in one basket either they're fully aware that you're going through something um this week and hopefully you'll feel better but it's not a given that this is going to happen so they have nothing to come back at you for and you've got nothing to feel guilty about so i think that is some of the travel hacks and secrets um i think to kind of do an overview think about time scale think about what works for you and remember this is for you not like obviously for me two three hours is kind of like my limit but for you guys it could be 15 minutes it could be five hours you guys know from 
past experiences what works for you so be realistic is also another thing you know be honest be upfront if you're going somewhere maybe to a party or whatever contact the host beforehand and just say um normally I last about two three hours I know your event's five hours long I may have to leave but I can't wait I'm so excited um you know I can't wait and they really appreciate that so again and that's something to um, be honest and be realistic contact the host put your mind at ease put their mind at ease everybody knows the score it's only fair and keep a diary keep a journal track your symptoms track um, what works for you how um, events have gone the memories you've made also a diary is great for not overbooking. I very, very recommend this. You know, for some people, they may be able to tolerate three social events a week. Other people, it may be one, and it may differ from week to week. So even month to month, if we're being honest. So let's take the seasons, for example. If you struggle in the winter, if you don't get out much because your symptoms are flaring you may only be able to tolerate um a movie night or going to the cinema once a week um during the winter periods but in the summer you may be able to do brunches and maybe go out for dinner as well all in one day you know you may be able to do two events in one day you never know and it, you may be able to do five in one week it may differ so Again, tracking it is amazing. It's great to um, know how your body works, know what works for you so that you can be equipped better and your friends and family also understand how you work as well. Um, take a friend that understands. Be aware that you can't expect people to understand if you're not willing to allow them to understand. So again, this goes back to being honest and open with them. Take a friend that gets you. Take a friend that's been there through thick and thin who understands whether this is a fam- family member or a friend. Um, they're not going to judge you or place guilt on you if you have to leave or turn up late because you've had something going on. They understand. They get it. And um, a great thing is to have... Um, a code where your family or friend uh, member understands that you're hitting your wall and whether this is texting an emoji, whether this is um, kind of showing a sign like using your hands or anything or just like sort of lip um, saying a word across the table, they get it and they can see that you're on shutdown mode so you can... um, say your thank yous pay your respects um you know politely say that you need to leave and say your goodbyes and just be respectful of the people that you're around and the guests that are hosting you because I think it's very important to be respectful as well um don't just start you know getting up and storming out you know you need to be respectful and be polite so that's very key as well so I hope this has helped um remember socializing is good for us mentally and physically it's something that we all need to be doing more of um because chronic illness is very isolating so please be aware um and yeah friends and family can help you sometimes we don't often feel 
like planning things so they can often um help with advice when it comes to they can maybe you know come to you and say do you want to do brunch on saturday i know it's only tuesday i know you're feeling the flare up but let's get you out the house at the weekend and it gives you something to look forward to as well so please think about this i hope it's given you food for thought i hope it's helped you i hope some of the hacks and secrets that i use is going to help you in your lives as well um, yeah, and it's it's really changed my life. I don't now do five or six events um, a day. <laughs> Sorry, five a day. See, I'm going mad. F- five or six hours um, events a day because I used to. I used to try and push myself so far. Now I realise that two, three hours is my limit and I enjoy those two and, th- two and three hours that I do do and I love it and... I come away with far more memories than I did pushing myself. So I think that's something to consider and really think about. But I hope you found this useful. It's been great talking to you and I can't wait for the next episode.